The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's up, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase. Tonight, the Rams' run game takes a hit. Plus, training camp starts next week. We talk position battles. And later, fan cases. You got them? We answer them next on Ram Showcase. Welcome to Ram Showcase on Sports 4 Radio. What's going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to Ram Showcase right here on Sports 4 Radio. I'm your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Becks. I am laying down the law for you guys tonight. We have some very unfortunate news that we need to get into. We'll, of course, talk about it. We're a Ram show. Of course, we're going to talk about that news. And then uh, we'll also get into some position battles. Training camp for the Rams starts on the 25th. Veterans will report on the 27th. That 25th date is for the rookies. And then, of course, we got some fan quesos. There's a running theme with the fan quesos. But uh, part of that is with some of this news that we're going to talk about in the beginning of the show. Because it's very unfortunate. We'll go ahead. Uh, first of all, I just want to give this announcement because uh, we're, we were doing, we're in the middle of a giveaway right now, okay? And I did kind of tease last week just a little bit that there was a chance that we would extend it. And I am going to go ahead and extend it. But what I'm going to do, because I have some very loyal followers here. Some of you guys, you guys are absolutely amazing. And what I'm going to go ahead and do, because I did get some answers last week to our, uh, our, to our question to, to be submitted into this, uh, this new giveaway. Uh, so what I'm going to go ahead and do is everybody who was in last week, those people are allowed to sign in again and get a second uh, entry into the giveaway. Everybody else, though, you are now eligible to get your entry in. Uh, I'm only doing this because... I kind of screwed it up a little bit last week, but because I screwed it up a little bit last week, that kind of showed me who the hardcore followers are a little bit and the people who watch throughout the show. So I'm going to reward those people, the people who stick around the entire hour. We're going to go ahead and hook them up a little bit with just one extra entry, just a little bit extra chance to pull away with something sick from Infinity Apparel. That is who is handling this giveaway. It happens to be the winner of the original Shaw's Customs giveaway. But I did misspeak last week. Last week, I did say that there was going to be three prizes. Infinity Apparel is giving away two prizes. So what I'm going to go ahead and do, because, again, screwed up a little bit, which is fine. Uh, what I'm going to go ahead and do is I will pick a third name, and then that will be a like a Ram Showcase little a little small one, all right? Maybe throw in like a towel and a decal, something like that. Nothing too bananas. And then after this, uh, we'll get another giveaway uh, coming up for Shaw's Customs uh, coming up soon because you guys need more Ram stuff, and we've got the ability to get that stuff to you guys. So we're going to go ahead and do it, all right? We got stickers coming in. That's going to be pretty sick. Looks like t-shirts are going to be a real thing very soon. I'm excited, guys. There's some really cool stuff happening right now for Ram Showcase. It's a good time to be a Ram Showcase listener like all of you guys are. If you guys are hearing my words right now, then you guys are one of those. And so it's a good time to be you. 
way to go being in the right place right time which is right here on ram showcase so two winners from infinity apparel we will get a third one in there uh, but this giveaway is being extended one more week one extra entry for everybody who did enter last week i will give instructions on what you need to do here in just a second uh, this giveaway by the way is for the youtube comment section only that is uh, very important because that is where the names are pulled from so you guys can comment on other ones and it has to be the full episode not just not one of the little clips the rs clips that i put out has to be the full episode Drop it in that comment section there below. And then uh, by answering the questions, you are giving me permission to use your name and or images. Uh, the selected winners must reach out to me on the Ram Showcase social media pages. That's at Ram Showcase, Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You need to reach out to me by the 1st of August at 9 p.m. California time, L.A. time, Ram time to claim your prize. Otherwise, you are out out dunzos and i'm pulling another name we'll have a different winner for your prize so if you guys are selected next week then uh you need to message me so that we can get that to you all right that's the important part and then of course ram showcase reserves the right to change these rules at any times and all decisions made by ram showcase are final so i want to hear it all right don't want to hear it but what i need from you to enter this to be a potential recipient of some cool stuff from Infinity Apparel, is what you need to do is you need to comment in the full podcast on the YouTube channel who you believe is going to be the Rams MVP this season. And I'll be honest with you guys, doesn't really matter what your answer is. That's what I need, though, is an answer, all right? You can tell me that you think that the, the Rams MVP is going to be Tremaine Ancrum. There are no wrong answers here. I will say, if they're not currently a Rams player, I will not count that, okay? I will say that they, they have to at least be a Ram. They have to at least have, I guess, the, the small chance of becoming the Rams MVP in some capacity, which would be at least on the roster. That's step one. Be here, and you've got your chance. All right? We're also going to be doing some, uh, some, uh, some interesting stuff. I'm going to announce some more cool stuff next week is what we're doing, but... Uh, it, basically what we're going to be doing is we're going to be doing some contests in a different way. Josh doesn't know about this yet. He's finding out with all of you guys, but what we're going to do is different contests in a different way, such as every, like people will submit pictures of their Rams tattoos. That was the exact idea that was actually given to me. Uh, let me pull up the name here so I uh, can give credit where credit is due because that's important here. Uh, from... From Edwin. That, so that's an idea from Edwin. Love the idea, by the way. So uh, we'll get that one. We'll start stuff like that. Okay. So we'll, where we will receive some stuff, get some, maybe some, maybe we'll do videos in the future, something, and then a winner will be selected for a prize pack that way. So uh, we'll, we'll iron out some deets and we'll get back to you guys on that one. But let's go ahead and hop into some Rams news right now. Some LA Rams news. Very big news out of the LA Rams this week and i'm sure you guys have all heard about it i'm sure you guys are very emotional about it uh, and i'm sure you guys feelings are hurt the rams have waived wide receiver simba webster of course that's not what i'm talking about but we do need to talk about this okay simba webster was one of the guys that i did have over wide receiver ben skoranek so i do think his chances to make this roster did just improve and i know that i feel like people have said that i've had some some skoranek hate Lately, I have no hatred towards Ben Skoranek, all right? I just think that it's difficult for him to make this team. 
wide receiver is a very loaded position group for the LA Rams. But Simba Webster was one of those guys that I had slotted over Skoranek, so that is potential that that is maybe a slot that that Skoranek can can take over. And looks like I mean the Rams got punt and kick returners for days now, so Simba not necessarily the most important. Uh, or like I, that sounds terrible, but I, I guess he was a little bit more disposed. That sounds like the same thing. Either way, we're going to be fine <laughs> without Simba Webster. He has, though, since been claimed by the San Francisco 49ers. So if he was able, to, if he is able to make that squad out there, which I think he he can, I think they have a, well, I think we have a better wide receiver group than they do. Theirs is talented, but I think ours is better. Uh, so I think he's he's got a chance to make the team out there. So we might see him again. But I'll be honest, guys, I got nervous every single time I saw the ball in Simba's hands. He was he was a little bit of a fumbler. Not necessarily like Tavon Austin level of fumbler, but uh, he was up there for sure. So Simba Webster now is a San Francisco 49er, no longer an LA Ram. Quick move for him. I was, of course, it was just uh, Tuesday that he was waived by the Rams. Wednesday claimed by the 49ers. Of course, waivers is just 24 hours anyway. So, of course, if he's going to be claimed off of waivers, that is going to be a quick turnaround. Let's go ahead and talk about the the real big news here, though. Rams running back Cam Akers has torn his Achilles, will miss the entire 2021 season. This is super unfortunate news. Cam Akers was on the brink of what everybody can pretty much agree was a breakout season, was playing really well late last season. Everybody seemed to agree that this was the year for Cam Akers. For Ram Akers, this was going to be it, man. This was going to be the year for him to come in and just absolutely wreck some souls, and it was just going to be awesome. But Cam Akers, now he's not going to be the guy this season. Of course, with that torn Achilles, that is such a tough injury, too. And that's some people, uh, I'm not a fitness guy, clearly, but if like some people will, will come out and say that there are ways to strengthen this, I've heard for years from like medical people that that is not possible that your Achilles is basically it's just a roll of the dice and it's very unfortunate that that happened he was uh, doing some workouts and now we'll be missing uh, the 2021 season so rough news a big hit for the Rams run game for sure Uh, Sean McVay has said that bringing in a veteran is not off the table but it's not necessarily something that they're looking at doing right now it's not something they they didn't pick up the the phone phone book did i just age myself oh man they did not just like kind of like look at who's available and and just start making some phone calls there are some rumors i have not seen real reports i have seen rumors of the rams contacting some some people but none of that is is official yet and uh sean mcveigh is saying that uh he likes the guys that we have right now on this roster and if uh, I, I believe that if a veteran move would be made, it would be maybe made after we see some cuts to see who else is going to be available uh, throughout the rest of the NFL. So I want it to be clear, though, I am not saying by any means that Cam Akers is not a good player. I'm not saying that that he is bad, that we're better without him, anything, because that's all not just it's just not true. Cam Akers is an awesome player. We're a, we're a better football team when he's on the field and when we're, when he's not. OK, what I am saying, though, however, is that we're going to be OK. This Rams running running back group is pretty deep, and I realize that no one necessarily is to the level of Cam Akers, but these are good players still, all right? And 
Uh, Daryl Henderson, he's been playing some really good football. He was the highest rated running back on PFF for whatever credit you want to give that. That is up to you. Uh, I don't necessarily put too much credit into PFF, but it is so, it is a tool. It is something that it is to be considered, okay? But Daryl Henderson, he was the number one rated running back on PFF for the first eight weeks last year, and then Cam Akers started coming in, and Daryl Henderson had one less rushing yard than Cam Akers. So, of course, I, everybody keeps saying the line, the, uh, the Rams were leading rusher from last year. Yes, he was. He did have more rushing guys than anybody else on this Rams roster, but that was also one more yard than Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson also had a higher yards per carry average and three more touchdowns than Cam Akers. Those are all just, these are all just, I'm not trying to say, I'm not bagging on Akers at all. All right. And I hope that that's clear that I'm not bashing Akers at all. Truth is though, he's now down and we got to look at the other guys that we currently have. And one of those guys is Daryl Henderson, who I think is going to be a very good player. The coaching staff also really likes running backs like Jake Funk and Xavier Jones. We hear those names. We hear those guys talked about. So I think that the the coaching staff is going to look at these guys, Henderson, Funk, Jones, even Otis Anderson Jr. is a guy who now I kind of had him slotted as a cut. I think it's very possible that he makes this roster now with the, the Cam Akers injury. I really think that this kind of changes a lot of things as far as my own predictions go. That's why I do them multiple times, because now I think that the Rams might elect to keep a like a maybe one more running back than they were anticipating keeping because of this injury, trying to get that rotation going. So every NFL team, though, in the in the NFL... Every team in the league has at least two running backs who really could be starters. I mean, running backs are everywhere. Running backs are a dime a dozen. That's why they're not getting paid. It's everybody brings up the the, the running back contracts and 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 the fact that running backs can't get can't get these big deals. Well, that's because you can just go find somebody else who can do the same thing. And again, not bashing Cam, but I think we're going to be fine here. All right, Cam Akers was definitely slated to to break out, but who's to say Henderson's not? Who's to say that Xavier Jones is not? Who's to say that Otis Anderson Jr. in his extreme versatility doesn't come in and do a great job this year? Who's to say? Who is to say? But, you know, the every team's got two running backs. The, the Tennessee Titans are really the only team in the NFL that have, like, the guy. The, like, workhorse, number one, every down back. Derrick Henry is that guy. Who else is that guy? I don't know if there is one. There's some very, very good running backs in the NFL right now, but they seem to all be on a rotation. I've seen some uh, some Rams fans come out and say uh, that our season's over. Cam Akers is out. Season's over. We 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 might as well not even try. We might we we should just not even take the field. What's the point? Cam Akers is out. That is the most ridiculous comment to me. <laughs> uh, someone actually told me that. I'm not going to say names or anything. I'm not trying to call anybody out. Somebody actually told me, though, that Cam Akers is the number one guy on this entire roster who the Rams could not afford to have an injury to. The number one. Nobody else compares Cam Akers. With him down, our team sucks. We're, we're basically nothing now. Cam Akers was the number one guy. I disagree wholeheartedly on that. Um, I like Cam Akers, and he was... Again, slated to be a pretty important piece in this Rams offense this year. But you're going to tell me that Stafford, Donald, Ramsey, Witt, that those guys are less important than Cam Akers? Because that's not true. I would even argue Darius Williams, Jordan Fuller, Rob Havenstein, Austin Corbett, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. And I'm not saying that Cam Akers is expendable by any means. I'm not saying that he's a bad player. But to say that 
our season's over now because Cam Akers is is down, I think is ridiculous. This team is good still, guys. If honestly, if one player, one player on your roster takes you from being a Super Bowl contender and then he gets hurt and now you're not even a playoff team, you weren't very good to begin with. And I don't think that that's true. I think that this team is pretty awesome right now. Great defense. We just upgraded a quarterback. We still got a host of young running backs. We got a great weapons. We have an awesome offensive line. But Cam Akers is down, so we're not. We're, we we should just pack it in. I just don't see it, guys. I really don't see it. What's done is done, though. Okay, so that's the thing. Is like, I love Cam Akers. I'm a Cam Akers fan for sure. Big Cam Akers fan. I like Cam a lot. But no matter what I say about Daryl Henderson or the other backs on the roster or the comments that I'm hearing from Rams fans and nothing nothing that you guys say, none of the comments I'm hearing from Rams fans, no matter how much you like or dislike Cam Akers or Henderson or our running back depth or our offensive line, none of that matters because none of that, those comments are going to change the fact that we do not have Cam Akers this season. Cam Akers is not playing this season and nothing we say is going to change that, okay? So that's why I'm just trying to look a little bit forward here. Just trying to look a little bit forward. No matter what your reaction, and no reaction is wrong. I want to make that clear. I'm not saying that you're wrong for thinking it's a big deal that Cam Akers is hurt, because it is. I mean, he's a very good player. He's good at football, and that's what we do. It's football. But you're allowed to, like, any, no matter what you think, that is correct. That's your, your feelings and your opinions and stuff, those are inherently not wrong. They can't be. But it is time to look at the 2021 season for what it will be, and that is one that is going to be played without Cam Akers. Uh, that, that fact cannot be changed, no matter what you think. I Maybe you think I just lack an understanding of Cam Akers and that I don't understand who he really is and what he brings to the table. That's fine, but either way, that still is not going to change the fact that he's, just, he's not going to play this year. So what do we look forward to? We look forward to the guys that we currently have on this roster. Daryl Henderson is the clear number one guy right now. Clear number one guy. Had one less rushing yard than Cam Akers, three more touchdowns, higher yard per carry average by .5, I think it was, .4.5. So Daryl Henderson, he'll be the top guy, and then I fully anticipate a pretty heavy rotation underneath Daryl Henderson, and that would be Xavier Jones, Jake Funk, Raymond Calais, Otis Anderson Jr., any combination of those. I don't know if they all make the roster. If I had to say somebody that I think would not make the roster of these guys, I would actually go Raymond Calais, but he also does have some special team skills, so... I mean, it's it's very possible that he sticks around and maybe Otis Anderson Jr. is the one out, but he's got versatility. I like him. Xavier Jones, Jake Funk, I think that they are safe. I think that both of those guys will make the roster. Uh, does this mean uh, that we keep more running backs on the roster instead of maybe making some extra cuts and using those spots elsewhere? Possibly. It's definitely possible. So if the Rams do elect to go to the free agent route, uh, there are some good options, not great options. Definitely not great options, but there are some good options. Adrian Peterson is the first name that pops into my brain. I think he would truly be a great addition. Here's why. I think that Adrian Peterson would help out this this group specifically because you got to think that he's going to want to come in cheap. If, I feel like we could get Adrian Peterson pretty cheap. We're a very good team right now, very a, a team ready to contend, something that he obviously has not been able to be a part of, a Super Bowl team or anything like that. So I think that he would like to be part of that. Not saying that we're locked in on that, but we are a very good team. We have absolutely have the potential to get there. I think that that would help a lot. Also, Cam Akers, 
was one of the youngest running backs that we have. None of these running backs on our current roster have had their 24th birthday yet. So I think the veteran presence of a guy like Adrian Peterson coming in, I think could be very big. And especially a guy with his level of success that he's had in the past, that he would be able to to show his training and, and how he handles a week because everybody knows Adrian Peterson. These guys grew up watching Adrian Peterson, probably when they were very young, but they, I'm sure these guys were like middle school, high school watching Adrian, Adrian Peterson at like his prime, his peak, when he was just unstoppable. I remember when we, when uh, the Rams played him, uh, when he was with Minnesota and God, it was just, it seemed like he just couldn't be tackled. Obviously he's much older now, uh, but I think that that presence is something that, w- that would be. Something that would be difficult to account for is is that that Adrian Peterson presence that the 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 history of him his age he's done this before he knows what he's doing I think that would be a strong addition. Some other options here: uh, Todd Gurley is still a free agent. I'm going to go with a no on that one. I just don't think that him and McVeigh would be a good fit to come back together. Uh, Duke Johnson. I literally wrote meh, like, eh, it's, it could be fine, but it would not necessarily excite me. And then we also have Le'Veon Bell, very talented player, extremely talented player. But is that divaness? is it worth it? I don't think so. I think I would rather rock with Hendo myself. And then uh, just some other names, Ito Smith, TJ Yeldon, those guys are, uh, I think they would just kind of fit into our crowd. Hendo, Jones, Clay, Funk. Anderson, I think that they would just kind of mesh in there and just be one of the guys, you know what I mean? So, which isn't a bad thing, but it does it help the group a lot. I I don't I how much I don't I'm not sure. I'm sure it helps the group. These guys are NFL players. Sure it helps the group, but by how much? I'm not sure if it's enough to want to make a move, you know what I mean? And now, of course, with Cam Akers going down, he's going to be put on IR. And then Simba Webster uh, being waived. Now, the Rams do have two spots currently open for the 90-man roster, so expect some moves soon. We'll keep you guys posted on the Rams Showcase social media pages. And then also, I heard the name Frank Gore. I wouldn't hate that, but it would be a very, uh, I think that would be less than Adrian Peterson as far as uh, production that he could bring, simply because of his age. But I also, that veteran presence, again, is something that is uh, is very very difficult to uh, to replace. I'm gonna go ahead and get some water really fast, and then uh, we're we're gonna talk about uh, some training camp. We got training camp coming up on the 25th. Date of recording is the 21st, so we are very very close. 22nd for the YouTube video release, and uh, we're extremely close right now. And uh, we'll talk about some position battles to keep an eye on. We just had to add this morning. I wrote it in of the uh, the running back position. So uh, just I'll be right back. I'm just gonna get some water. All right, so training camp just a few days away, and the LA Rams got some position battles to keep an eye on, so let's talk about them. All right, we'll go ahead and start with the running back position. It's just a conversation we just had, uh, but let's go ahead and take a look at them. The guys that we have on the roster right now, Daryl Henderson, Xavier Jones, Raymond Calais, Jake Funk, and Otis Anderson Jr. Hendo will probably get the bulk of the carries, but unless a veteran free agent is signed, I expect a pretty solid rotation here. Free age or uh, not free agency uh, preseason is going to be a very interesting one to watch now to see who stands out in this group. Is Henderson going to play? I think he will. Of course, the Rams don't like to play starters in preseason. They like to save their guys that we hit like we like the, the team that hits the least in practice and all that stuff. But it has worked out historically in the last couple of years. It has worked out. I know we just dealt with a big injury. We're dealing with a big injury this year. Uh, but the Rams have been pretty a pretty healthy team 
uh, for the last couple of years. So uh, is that something that they're going to want to explore? That actually could be very telling. If Henderson is not playing in the first preseason game at SoFi Stadium against the Chargers, if he doesn't come out uh, in, I, I would say if he doesn't come suited up in that game, he's going to be the starter week one against the Bears. Sunday Night Football, SoFi. That's going to be... I feel pretty good about that one. By the way, SoFi decided to name their board. I thought it was the Oculus. They said no. <laughs> they said it's the Infinity Board or whatever. So there you go. It just keeps going forever. The Infinity Board. All right. And let's take a look here. Uh, next position grouping is actually going to be just interior offensive line. This is a good problem to have. A bunch of very good players. The problem is that none of them are really superstars. None of them are like rising so far. Of course, we've got preseason and training camp to watch, but none of them so far is like, oh yeah, that guy's awesome. Like that guy's, he's doing it. He's doing the dang thing. He's going to be a starter. Uh, so it'll be a journey to see who does do that in this preseason training camp time period that we're got coming up here soon, very soon. I'm so pumped, guys. This is like <laughs> this time right here where everybody's zero zero, just about to hit training camp. This is like prime awesome stuff right here. I this is my favorite. I love it. Even though there's not like games, it's still one of my favorite times. Um either way, I, I feel good that uh that the two guard slots will be filled with uh, two guys from the following list, and their exact position, I would say, is yet to be un- is is yet to be determined. But I would say the two guards are going to be one of these guys, or two of these guys: David Edwards, Joseph Nopum, Bobby Evans, Jamil Demby, and Tremaine Ankrum. I feel like Tremaine Ankrum is a guy that's possibly in that conversation. Demby may not be, but I also I wanted to include him because he has. He has been around a little bit. Edwards, Noteboom, and Evans, those are really the three that I'm looking at to, to to be battling out for this. And the more time that passes, I know I've been super high on Bobby Evans, and I still am. That's not going away. Uh, but as far as prediction-wise, like if, if I had the choice, I think I would start Bobby Evans. But from what I'm seeing, from what I hear, from things I know, I kind of feel like it's going to be Noteboom and Edwards. But... That's fine because I like Edwards. You know what I mean. But Evans, Evans would be my personal selection. I think that he's he just keeps getting better, and I, I like to see him out there. But I I feel pretty good saying that Austin Corbett is going to be at center, uh, at the two guard spots. So I think it'll be two of those names that I listed. And side I think would be kind of a toss up right now because I think that any of those guys that I named could play left or right. So not super concerned there. At nickel uh, cornerback, this, I mean, obviously we're going to see Jalen Ramsey, Darius Williams. They're going to be on the outside. That's pretty locked in. The nickel spot is a battle. And Stu Jackson, the the Rams uh, staff writer, he did an awesome piece on this where he kind of broke down everybody who's like available to be in that slot and just gave some good information on them. So I I liked that a lot. But um, although the the position does look to be wide open, especially as, as Stu suggests, that that it is. I, I would like to say that it's probably between David Long Jr. and Robert Rochelle. That just feels more realistic. David Long Jr. absolutely could get this spot. Robert Rochelle's getting hyped like crazy from guys like myself, honestly, but it still counts. Uh, but keep an eye on the number of snaps at this spot in preseason. So like who's playing how many times at nickel and who's playing in those slots, of course. Um, but a lot of evaluating uh, will be done in the, the preseason, and we'll probably see guys the coaching staff likes just a little bit more, especially in the first two preseason games. That third preseason game, uh, the one in Denver, if you guys are going to be there, definitely hit me up. I'll be there. It's going to be awesome times. Uh, I'll welcome you guys to Colorado. 
It's where I spent my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Lived here forever and 30 years now. Oof. But that game is not necessarily going to be very telling for us. Those first two at SoFi, which will be televised both on NFL Network, uh, those those games will be a little bit more telling as far as uh, where guys are playing. Who And then that also helps us as like I say us is like me and, and, and I'm sure most of you guys as well to kind of evaluate who's doing well. And, and I, that's a big part of it is game situations. Who's playing well there and who's playing there. You know what I mean? That, that it is telling. We'll look at the safety spot. Jordan Fuller, he's a starter for sure. But on the other side, it looks like it's going to be between Burgess and Rap. Burgess early on last season overtook Rap on the depth chart while Rap was healthy. Burgess started getting more playing time over Rap, and that's actually why I'm picking Burgess over Rap, and actually why I'm also selecting Rap as a cut because he technically lost his job last year, and then Burgess got hurt, and then Rap started coming back in. Of course, Rap is not necessarily a bad player. I see a lot of you guys defending him, and that's totally fine. The reason that I think that Taylor Rap will be cut is the blown coverages. It's not just that one that everybody seems to reference is, is like the, the single blown coverage and that I've been bashing him for two years on it. Not necessarily the case, all right? I, he's out of position a lot in, in coverage, especially in zone coverage, and you're a safety. You're the last line of defense. You cannot be out of place there. And if somebody's deep, you're deep, man, all right? Don't get cut that underneath, man. That's going to be somebody else. So... I don't want to see that anymore. And if we can get rid of that, I like Taylor Rapp. He is a very strong tackler. Most of you guys comment that. That's, that is that is real. That's a real thing. He's very good at tackling. That coverage, though, bothers me, man. It's 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 a problem. He, he lets his guy open too often. And uh, honestly, like when it becomes once every two games or whatever, that I think is too much. You're an NFL player. And if it's just a blatant blown coverage, bad plays happen. Somebody gets you on a move or something like that. But when a guy's running past you and you on purpose just take the short guy and go up and then leave that guy wide open, that's a problem. All right. So that's what I'm seeing out here. And I, I asked for examples, I think. Was that? Nah, that probably wasn't Taylor Rapp, actually. <laughs> but uh, I, I I truly think that based on based on the coverage issues that we've seen, on top of the lack of progression that we've seen, he has not gotten better. He still has been. We'll see in preseason, of course, this year. Um, but he has been the, the same exact player since he entered the NFL. That's also not a good thing. And then also the fact that Terrell Burgess, a rookie last year, was taking snaps away from Taylor Rapp in the secondary. I think that that is, is critical. So that is a battle, though, because who knows? Maybe Rapp was straight up like, He's just on bench press. He's like, that Sheriff Joe Bags, man, I'm going to prove him wrong. For first of all, I doubt that that's what happened. All right. No one needs to prove anything to me. I'm just a guy that talks about the Rams in my apartment. All right. But Taylor Rapp, though, I would like to see more out of him. I have no issues with who's out on the field. All right. I just want him to play well while they're there. That's I don't think that's too much to ask. Take a look at the long snapper spot. This is a toss up at the moment. We're hearing no reports. We have no real information on who's like doing well here. But I would like to think that uh, it, we can we can take our context clues here and pay attention to the sideline a little bit. This is what I'm looking for here. And maybe you guys think I'm crazy, maybe not. But this is the kind of thing that my Sheriff Joe Bag's brain does while watching Rams preseason games. I'm going to be keeping an eye on Johnny Hecker. All right. Who's he friends with? Who is he sitting with? Is it going to be both of them? Is it going to be both Wordle and Orzek? Or is he chilling with Wordle? Is he over here chilling with Orzek? 
That's I think that that's important because he's the guy taking all of the snaps. He's the holder and the punter. Anytime that long snapper shoots that thing through his legs, it's going to Hecker. All right. So I think that Hecker does have a say here. And I think that he, who he's kind of gravitating towards, I think will get the spot. I have selected Matthew Orzek as my, my personal selection based on experience alone. But let's see what Hecker has to say, man, because he's the one getting the, getting the ball from him. At linebacker, the Rams run uh, nickel pretty much most of the time, and it doesn't seem like that's going to change this year. Uh, last season, the progression of Kenny Young was very real, and he just kept on improving as the season went on. Um, he He's probably, I'll be honest, guys, I know that there's other Rams publications out there saying that other, uh, like I do writing, but uh, there's Rams publications out there saying that like Kenny Young's a potential cut. I don't see it. I think he might be our best inside linebacker right now. Like today... Heading into the season, we're July 21st. I really think that he might be technically our best inside linebacker. So I don't think that he's going to get cut. I know that he carries a little bit higher of a cap number than some of the other guys, but I don't see why he would get cut. Um, but also, uh, Micah Kaiser, I like a lot. And Troy Reader, Traven Howard, they're also not bad players. So uh, all, all of these guys could could stick around, honestly. But uh, the, as far as like who's going to be out there the most, really who's going to get the green dot? is is very important and then of course we got Ernest Jones to the rookie coming in who people feel good about so that's a possibility as well so uh, something to keep an eye on is that inside linebacker spot for sure to see because uh, that's a difficult one right now because normally like I said Rams rest starters in preseason but can they do that at this spot we got to kind of figure out who's our guy there a little bit it seems like you know Kaiser he's kind of penciled in right now but I think that Kenny Young I think he's really vying for that and then or the um, outside linebacker spot opposite of Leonard Floyd and the depth will be uh, something to watch as well at the linebacker position. Uh, the top two guys opposite of Floyd is what it appears now would be Obanai Okoronkwo and Terrell Lewis. Both have a bit of an injury history, so it's difficult to evaluate like how much progress they have made and are making. But if they can stay healthy they and if they can, you know, the, the real trick here is turning potential into production. Something that guys like Tavon Austin weren't able to do. They had potential out the wazoo, but were not able to to transfer that into production. So uh, that's what I'm looking for in the in the preseason from the outside linebackers. Uh, anybody but Floyd. We know Flo is going to make the team here, but that's what I'm looking for. These guys have potential. There's some very good players at that spot. Who is going to turn that potential into production? And then we got the bottom part of the wide receiver group, the Rams. Know that they have five really good wide receivers. That's Woods, Cup, ja- Jackson, Jefferson, and Atwell. After that, the Rams have some pretty good wide receivers. After that, it's uh, Ben, ben Skoranek, J.J. Koski, Tristan Jackson, Jeremiah Hadel, and Landon Akers. No longer Simba Webster as he is a 49er. The question is, how many more than five wide receivers do the Rams keep? I think we went into the season last year, if I'm not mistaken, with seven in 2020. But that also had a bit to do with the COVID rules. Uh, there was a lot of weird COVID things that we did, keeping a punter on the practice squad, stuff like that. So, um, But seven or eight is not necessarily out of the question, but with the Cam Akers injury, could more attention go to the running back group instead of wide receiver? That's, of course, a possibility. So if it's six, who from that bottom list stays? Who would you pick? Tell me who you would pick in this spot. And don't confuse this part with the other, you know, the entry to the to the giveaway stuff early on. All right, because uh, we got Skoranek, Koski, Jackson, that's Tristan Jackson, Landon Akers, and Jeremiah Hadel. If you had to get just one of those guys, who would you go with? 
I think I would go with Tristan Jackson myself if I was the the selector. After that, might be Ben Skoranek. See, I don't hate him completely, guys. Come on now. <laughs> it's Skoranek and Taylor Rapp. Everybody's like, why do you hate these guys? <laughs> it's because Sean Mannion ruined my life, okay? And now I'm allowed, ever since Sean Mannion, I feel like I'm allowed to actually, like, be a little bit critical of Rams players because I was not a Sean Mannion fan. <laughs> But either way, that's uh, the, your bottom wide receivers. If you guys want to let me know who you would select out of those ones, if the Rams do go with six or how many you guys think the Rams will be taken, feel free to drop it. Uh, we'll go ahead and hop into a quick break. And on the other side, fan quesos, don't go anywhere. Welcome back in, Rams fans. Let's get to our fan quesos. If you guys would like me to answer your quesos questions, it's just a different way of saying questions for myself. If you guys want the stories, ask that queso. If you guys want to know why it's called fan quesos, I will tell that story. It's, uh, it, that comes up like every like four months. Somebody asks me why it's called uh, fan quesos. So uh, the quickest version of that is uh, one of my most hardcore fans. It's uh, in dedication to uh, to Kyle. Kyle is, uh, he was one of my very hardcore fans, was actually a follower of my content back when I was just writing about the Rams pre-Ram showcase. So, I mean, that's got to be like eight years ago that he started supporting me and stuff. And um, yeah, he's uh, unfortunately no longer with us, but he would always ask me the questions. I guess you guys don't have to ask now because I'm just telling you the story. But uh, he would always ask the questions of like, what what would this player's favorite cheese be? I don't know. I don't don't, don't know where he started it. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of any example. It was like... um, he asked me, like, what kind of cheese does Jared Goff like? I said, like, Swiss cheese because he's good at finding the holes in the defense. And, you know, Aaron Donald is just a brick of cheese, just the thickest brick of cheese. Um, he asked me Sean Mannon, and I, I, I went, I, I Googled, like, what's the stinkiest cheese? <laughs> Stuff like that. But, um, yeah, that's a, it's a, just a, a little bit way uh, for myself to, to honor one of my most hardcore fans and supporters, uh, which is Kyle, so. Actually, if you guys hear the first anniversary episode where we did the, uh, where basically I asked, I, I had a bunch of Rams fans call in and, and just asked him, why do, why do you love his team? And he was the very first one on that episode. It is still published if you guys want to check it out. iTunes, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, Google Play, all it's all over the place. Let's go ahead and hop into some fan cases though. Uh, this one, uh, this one's actually just like a more than a week old, and I do apologize about that because sometimes, sometimes I get a little bit busy, so that is my fault. And this is now super relevant. So this one comes from the YouTube channel from C.S. Wilson. So <laughs> I I saw this one again because I had a screenshot and I I just I missed it last week, so that is my mistake. But uh. Unfortunate timing to actually read this one. So given the possibility that injuries repeat for our top two running backs and that we don't have a true power runner like Malcolm Brown this year, how do we improve our short yardage? Uh, Third down and goal line runs. uh, What can we do differently besides an abundance of passing? Dude, uh, so (laughs) that's like so unfortunate. It's like, well, now now that's real. And now we got to figure that out. So Daryl Henderson is really a guy that I think that that can be that that guy. I, I really think that we're going to lean a little bit heavier on guys like Xavier Jones, possibly Otis Anderson Jr. And I think that Jake Funk, you know what? The more time, this was not prepared in like my brain. I've been on the Otis Anderson Jr. train for, I mean, a while now. I like Otis Anderson Jr. I think he's going to be a very good player. But as I'm speaking and as I'm recording here, you know what? I think I might be hopping on the Funk train. 
that's a pretty cool line. Um, <laughs> I, I might be hopping on the funk train a little bit, and let's. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that funk can be can be a guy. He's a. I don't know if it's the number thirty-four or just the play style, but he's got big Chase Reynolds vibes to me, and I don't know if that's real or if I'm just making that up in my head, but. I think that we'll be okay there. As far as, like, the third down, we have to be able to run the ball on third down. Like, uh, on that short yards, third and two, we have been missing that aspect. And play action only works when they're actually afraid that you might run the ball. So we need to be able to get that going. Can Daryl Henderson do do it? I I think so. I think Hendo's an awesome awesome running back. I think Jake Funk, I I think Xavier Jones, I keep on leaving out the name Raymond Clay. I don't think that's fair to him. He absolutely has a chance to be an impact player this year for us. Uh, it's we lost our best running back, but we have good running back still. I think we're going to be fine. But uh, also the little side note here is why can't we throw the dig route now? Well, we no longer have that quarterback, so maybe we can do it now. All right. <laughs> and also, I, I don't know. McVay's offense is very levels based where you get short guy, medium guy, deep guy on one sideline. You know, it's uh, that is pretty heavy on that. And it works out with the the play action because typically what you're doing with that play action and then doing the levels to the outside is there's typically two guys covering three. So one of those guys needs to make a decision so somebody else is going to be open kind of thing. And usually they go for the deep guy and then that the the short guy in the flats will maybe take the whoever's going into the flats or he'll go for that like medium route and you kind of just pick it apart from there and the Rams have been very good at having like a, a little outlet is like Higby or Everett in the past now he's a Seahawk but Everett in the past like doing that little like he's blocking 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 and then the second people kind of get by him then just turn around away for the ball and I've really liked that play that that little outlet is super nice super crispy and uh, Gerald Everett ran that really really well so that's unfortunate uh, to see him out but I think we'll be all right at the running back spot, honestly. We've got a lot of running back questions, guys. Just heads up. Uh, this one comes from Edwin. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do you think losing Acres for the season will have a huge impact? I'm thinking we have some good running backs, and we will have Stafford, so we're good. So this, I mean, yeah, solid question. It's um, it's obviously something that's going to impact the, the Rams' offense. It, it definitely, we got worse with that that news, for sure. I don't think anybody would argue that, that we got worse with Cam Akers going down. The thing is that it doesn't make us bad, okay? That's that's my point, is we're a worse team without Cam Akers now. We had a really good running back who was prime position to be a breakout player this year. He's no longer here. We do still have some really good players, and we do still have a really good team. It's unfortunate Matthew Stafford comes over, finally has what might be, I don't no, probably not the best running back he's ever had in Cam. I mean, potentially, but I wouldn't say so far what he's done. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him there. But uh, yeah, that's. Um, I, I think that the the group that the Rams have, especially Daryl Henderson, I feel like Daryl Henderson's not getting enough credit. I th- I like Daryl Henderson, man. I I don't know. I don't think he's getting. A, I don't think he's getting proper credit for what he brings to the table on the on the Rams offense. I think he's a very good player. Sean, how do they replace Cam Akers? It's by committee, man. It's, um, you know, players come and go. Rams are forever. Not, uh, it's not that Cam Akers is gone, but it also is super unfortunate. Cam Akers is about to start, like, now he's going to enter his third season in the NFL and finally get his first training camp. That's really unfortunate for a guy like Cam. Yeah, like, he's, he's now going to miss his first two training camps. Of course, COVID blocked it out last year and now this year with uh, the Achilles. So, 
you know, next year I'm hoping that he can see, he can stick around it and actually participate in training camp because that'll be very beneficial for him. So maybe next year is the year that uh, that we'll be talking about Cam in big time. And maybe that's the year I'll be I'll be big hype in Cam because he'll actually have a training camp. And I mean, obviously he's not going to get beat up this year. Uh, he's just going to be healing up and uh, getting that Achilles all all taken care of. But how do they replace Cam Akers, man? These are all NFL players on this team. They're here for a reason. And some of these guys are back. And Daryl Henderson, Xavier Jones, Raymond Calais, these guys are back. And we've got some two very strong rookies who are versatile and can catch out of the backfield in both Jake Funk out of Maryland and Otis Anderson Jr. from UCF. I like, I like our group. I think we're going to be all right. This one comes from John. Are you confident in what we have at running back if we do go into the season and don't sign a veteran? I absolutely am. I think we'll see a pretty heavy rotation no matter what. I think Henderson will be the top guy, but I do think we see a couple of different names popping in and out. I'm not sure if, we, if the veteran route is the route to go. I, I do believe that there is a chance that we wait until we see cuts come in and then maybe make a move. That's very possible because who knows who gets cut every every year. There's there's guys that get cut uh, right right before the season begins. We're like, holy crap! Like I thought he was, I thought he was pretty much a lock to make that team. So it it happens. But I do like our group. I, I I'm a fan of our group. Willem. Wilhelm, uh, the question is, what pop culture touchstone do you think that the Rams can or should connect with that will propel them to a transcendent cultural relevance, a la the Raiders with the NWA? You know what? This actually is a difficult question, and I thought about this one. I, I have a hard time answering it, though. And the reason is, is because I kind of tunnel vision myself, especially like all the time with football as I, <laughs> I kind of don't pay a whole lot of attention to what's out there in the world. I pay attention to concerts, comedians and football. Like I, I'm a big comedy fan. Christopher Titus is who we're going to see in September. Uh, Alonzo Bowden is in the Springs. I think this weekend, Jeremy Piven was last weekend, but uh, as far as pop culture goes, I would actually ask you guys uh, to, to give me, maybe a suggestion on on something a little bit more LA related. I've never been to Los Angeles. So maybe if you guys have something that out there that makes a lot of sense cuz like my brain wants to go to like the LA Guns and that's like <laughs> this is not 1988 anymore. So that's a uh, I don't know how pop culture that is and also it's not Tracy and Phil anymore so who cares but um <laughs> I need some help with that one, though. I, I definitely need some help with that. Please, guys, help me out here. What What's something like a pop culture touchstone is how this is worded to me. Do you think the Rams can or should connect with that will propel them to a transcendent cultural relevance, a la the Raiders with the NWA, which is honestly such a sick comparison. I, ho- I hope that the Rams aren't getting, like, too posh, you know what I mean, and getting, like, like too much where it's just going to be, like, with like Rebel Wilson and Taron Killam, I I have no problems with those people, but <laughs> but I hope that that's not like the connection. You know what I mean? Like I hope it's something awesome, like 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 NWA, something like that. I think that'd be cool. Coming from Paul, which would you rather have in a in a house? What? Oh, <laughs> I read that way wrong. Let me start that one over from Paul. Which would you rather have, an in-house guide to replace Cam Akers or an outside ad? You know what, man? I'm going to keep saying it. Daryl Henderson. That's my guy. I, I, I'm, I'm 
I'm going to go with that one. I'm going with Daryl Henderson pretty good, but I'll, I'm all aboard the funk train. Toot, toot. <laughs> That's probably... I'm not going to make that stick, I don't think. Ow for the wolf will definitely stick. I've been doing that for a while. I don't know if that... The funk train... Maybe we'll think of something cooler. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, there are some some guys, some names out there that, that could be great additions. And really, like, I really truly think that that if the Rams were to go outside, out, out of house... I think that Adrian Peterson is the way to go, man. A, a strong veteran presence. You get him onto a team that can be a competitor this year. I, I like that. I like that the, the way that that all makes sense. you got to think that he'd come in cheap, too. On that same thought, rank the top guys you'd want to uh, chase from outside the building. For example, Adrian Peterson, bring, bring Todd Gurley back, Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore, maybe. Um, yeah, so uh, Frank Gore, did he, did he put it in his retirement? I can't remember. I want to say that he did, but I don't actually remember that. Adrian Peterson is the name that keeps coming to my brain. All right. So it's it's in here. It keeps leaking out. So I think that I'm pretty locked in on that. Todd Gurley, I don't think would come back. I don't know if the Rams would be willing to get him back, uh, especially after he, him going to social media like, hey, where's my money or whatever he said. I don't know how he talks. He's a really quiet guy. He's probably he's like. Almost Bill Belichickian in how he speaks with like the press and stuff like that. It's like I don't know, like we just gotta go out there and try. Like okay, man, <laughs> good hype talk, Todd. <laughs> good stuff. All right, and then Le'Veon Bell. I mean, super talented guy, but I, 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 the personality, man, not a fan, not a fan. But hey, if he comes to the Rams, I don't care about his personality. I just want him to score touchdowns and get awesome plays, break some ankles out there, score some tutties, you know, do the thing. But um, I don't think I'd be buying a jersey. I'd just be kind of like high-fiving my bros when he scores. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, for uh, for the bros that show up still, we've lost some some guys of our squad. Travis, that was all the question is, but appreciate you being here. Uh, let's see, from Josh, I have a feeling Xavier Jones is going to be the dark horse when he gets his shot. How uh, How do you feel about him? think he can surprise a bunch of people. Yeah, Jones is a guy, he gets so much talk from the coaching staff, and that's what excites me. That kind of stuff, I always pay attention to, to guys that get hype from the coaching staff. Did you guys hear what, like, Sean McVay was saying about Jacob Harris? I mean, that's exciting. Like, you should get excited about that stuff. Jacob Harris, like, he's got, like, based on comments from Sean McVay, it kind of sounds like, like, McVay's kind of ready to put him ahead of Higby. So, we'll see, but... Yeah, when you get a guy like Xavier Jones, who the coaching staff is is talking about and hyping, then that's a very positive thing. And when when it, uh, we have a running back injury like this or any kind of position injury like this, and you still before that injury happened, you already had the coaching staff hyping some of the depth that you're, you're at. I think that's a good thing. So Xavier Jones, uh, he's got a, a perfect chance to to really turn some heads out in preseason, uh, just like just like the rest of these guys do. And I think it's going to be a heck of a battle to watch now. Uh, like, we all felt pretty good that it was going to be Cam and Daryl. One, two, and then anybody else is going to be like rotation or anything like that. No longer the case. It's going to be Daryl and then a rotation or possibly a rotation. Maybe Xavier Jones, Otis Anderson, Raymond Calais, Jake Funk. Maybe they maybe they come out and just, just crushing souls preseason. And then it's like, well, crap, like, who do we play? Like, they're all playing well. But uh, Jones is definitely one of those guys that I, I feel good about that he could be he could be a player this year. This one comes from Tawny. Will there be a surprise young running back to step up, or do you think we pick up a free agent running back? And if there's, if there is a young gun to step up, 
Uh, any guesses on who, Xavier or Jake? Yeah, you know, I think I'm riding the Jake train. Uh, the fun, you know, Jake train. I don't know if I like the word of that. I, <laughs> I'm gonna stick with Funk Train. <laughs> We're going to Funk Town. All right, but that's a, that's my pick for uh, the young guy, uh, and I really like Otis Anderson Jr. I'm so pumped to see him out there in preseason. These next few here come from Jay. Well, let's get this out of the way. Acres is injured, which sucks, man. But can't wait to see. How Hendo handles the opportunity. What about Xavier? Thoughts? Yeah, pretty much covered. Xavier Jones, super pumped to see him, man. Super pumped to see him. Uh, these young guys, for sure. Uh, next one here. I see McVay looking at Stafford's passing a lot different now with Akers out. As in, we pass a whole lot more now. How do you see this changing the Rams' offensive outlook? Um, yeah, I, well, I think that uh, we were already going to try to establish the ground game. That's, uh, I, think, no matter, I don't think that that's changed. What we need to do in order for Sean McVay's offense to really work is have the ground game be a legitimate threat. And I think we do have the players to do that. Of course, it is worse now. We did take a hit there. But I do think we still have the players to to make it a threat, to make the play action work. I do think we pass a little bit more. Maybe we do look at Matt Stafford's arm just a little bit different now with the Cam Akers injury. But I think we're in a good spot right now. And I think we got plenty of weapons for, for Stafford to throw to. That's a positive sign. And we got five running backs who are serviceable guys. Hendo, I think, is an awesome player. I, I, I wouldn't put him as a serviceable. I think he's a starter in this league. Uh, kind of like how I felt about Malcolm Brown for years. Like, he's a very good player. He can be a starter in this league. But now he's got his chance. Now he has to be. So, I mean, hey, let's do it, Hendo. The Rams' offensive line will be tested early on in the schedule. And, and now, with no acres, how does the Rams' offensive line compare to the rest of the West? I mean, this Rams offense line is the best in the NFC West. Uh, the four or the yeah four Niners have a decent offensive line for sure. Uh, the Cardinals don't really like their offensive line. The Seahawks they tried to address it a little bit, but I'd still say the Rams do have the best offensive line. Uh, Cam Akers is a zone runner, so he really fit into our scheme, and I think that that's a big part of why everybody was like really ready for him to break out. We lose only one starter along the offensive line. That's Austin Blythe. And then, uh, you know, so we keep, we're going to keep that same scheme. And he was going to be, a, he is a good fit in that scheme. But we'll have to just wait till next year to see it. Of our rookies, who do you see getting the most playing time this season? And what kind of impact will they have? Ooh, that's a great question. We have a, a, a decent chunk of guys who I think that we'll get some playing time here. I think that, I, I think that we'll see Bobby Brown along that defensive line a lot. Ernest Jones, I think is going to get playing time at linebacker for sure. Robert Rochelle, I think as the season goes on, will get more and more involved, just like Tutu Atwell. I think that as the season goes on, they get more involved. And then, of course, Jacob Harris, who who McVeigh is hyping, man, hyping. So I'm pumped to see what, what he can do for sure. Uh, but yeah, we I think that this, really, this is a very strong Rams draft class. I was actually just on Jay in the Bay, uh, the, the 49ers YouTube channel, and I was saying that I think that this is really the best draft class that we've seen under McVeigh. Uh, it's a it's a strong class, and we this is the first time that that I've looked at one of our classes going into the season of like these we got like five guys who could be contributors this year for sure. So I'm excited to see what they can do. Absolutely. Next one here by his lofty standards, Hecker had an off 2020. Absolutely, he did. Uh, do you see him getting back to his All Pro play level uh, this season? And does the new special teams uh, coach utilize his arm more? Yeah, Joe D has already come out saying that he is going to to bring back the fakes. That's going to be something that is more incorporated. Uh, Johnny Hecker did have a down year last year. I think part of that was, I think that part of that was the the change in uh, the special teams and just the the special teams coordinator last year. I'm trying to I'm blanking on his name right now. I do apologize, but it's um 
it is something that uh, he did have a down year, but I mean, he's such a, a talented player that I think that he knows that. And also now he's got like the competition with Corey Bajorquez and uh, Stephen Wright. Uh, Stephen Wright? Is that right? That's a comedian's name. Is that the guy? Um, but we have those those punters. I'm just actually going to look real fast. I, I don't want to get that wrong. So... Brandon Wright. Oh, God, Steven. Yeah, Steven Wright's comedian. Um, so, yeah, Brandon Wright and Corey Bajorquez, he does have, like, some competition now. I think that'll push him a little bit for, uh, forward. So that's a good thing. He's also getting getting a little bit older, but he's also a punter, so it, he's fine. <laughs> uh, I know Stafford on the defense takes up most of our time, but what about our kicking game? Matt Gay on a prove, it, prove last year was no fluke deal. Uh, he could make or break some important games for us. Yes, he could. And, you know, he started with us pretty strong. Well, he started and he was okay. And then he got really strong. And then he ended. He missed a couple there near the end. So uh, I like Matt Gay. I don't see any issues with Matt Gay. I'm still sad that Jeezy's not here. Personally, I've, I'm a big Jeezy fan. I got my, my Jeezy Super Bowl jersey, the one that he wore at Media Day, which is awesome. It's sitting right here. If you guys haven't seen my video on that, check it out. I was so excited. I opened it. It was like season the four. It was like, oh, sick. That was a paraphrased version of it. But yeah, it's, I, I like Matt Gay. I think he's going to do fine. And, and it's one of those spots where luckily if they're not doing it, you just be like, all right, dude, it's been real. See ya. We got this other guy. He's flying in today. <laughs> and you just keep trying him out until one sticks. And I know we had to do that a few times last year until we landed on Matt Gay. But I I'm, I have no issues uh, with uh, with Gay being the, the Rams kicker this year. Next one here. Van Jefferson is a route running talent. Lots of mouths to feed on this offense, though. What do you see as his role this year and moving forward? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because he gets the the McVay hype a lot, but we don't see him out there that much. And and that's a I I I would say a little bit of a concern because I you know, I I like to think that Sean McVay tells us the truth and and when he's hyping somebody that that's a, that's that is something that we need to pay attention to, but it it really very well could be like you said, a lot of mouths to feed. So, yeah, do we hype up Van Jefferson because he is a very awesome player and and the coaching staff loves him? He just but he's also like behind Deshaun Jackson, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, or is he hyping him just to maybe make him feel good? <laughs> you know, I don't know yet because we really haven't seen a whole lot of Van Jefferson, but I am pumped to see him this year. I think that he does get more playing time this year. Typically, we've seen uh, second year players get more playing time than rookies under Sean McVay. Uh, but as far as the future, I mean, he's got that bigger body style now, especially now. I mean, he's looking bigger than he was last year for sure. He looks like he's been working out. So I think that he, if he can bring that physicality too and, and get those jump balls, you know, cause he's, yeah, he could be that guy for us. So, you know, I, I'd like to see him get a little bit more out there. And, and I'm also really interested to see of all of the mouths to feed with that football, who Matthew Stafford really connects with and who his guy becomes. Cause we saw, you know, we, we saw Jared Goff with Cooper cup and Robert Woods. He really locked in on them and Tyler Higby on certain occasions and like Jared Goff with Cooper Cup to the point where he's out there, uh, Cup is talking or Goff, I mean, in Detroit talking with Amon Ross St. Brown, that that running or the wide receiver out of USC that they drafted. And he's like quite literally tell, teaching him like, hey, this is what Cup would do. He did this. And so I would give him the ball right here. Stuff like that. Like that's how much him and Cup were on the same page is that he's out there just trying to teach St. Brown how to be Cup. 
And hey, kid's a good player, man. He might, it might, it might, that might be something, but we'll see. Next one here. This one's for you, bro. Okay, that one that worries me immediately. <laughs> Do you think we can sign Kale McCarr <laughs> to not only play inside linebacker but running back for a few plays uh, a game this year, dude? Dude, where's McCarr? That's uh, that would be so fun, man. I would lose my mind if Kale McCarr signed with the Rams. I would buy that jersey so fast, dude. You have no idea how fast I would buy that jersey. Unfortunately, the number eight that Kale McCarr wears is taken by Matt Gay right now, but I think maybe make Matt Gay would uh, make a concession to that. So, inside linebacker, how tall is Kale? I, he's not very big. His name's Kale, so it means he was born this century. But as a, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I, I don't think he's very big. I don't know. I don't remember his his uh his HW. So I don't know, man. That's, uh, that'd be that'd be pretty fun, though. I would like to see. Uh, you know what, though? As far as anybody, if you guys don't know who Kel McCarr is, he plays for the the, the Colorado Avalanche. But uh, if anybody on that team was going to be a running back, dude, it's got to be the kid, man. Nathan McKinnon. Could you imagine him out there busting ankles on a punt return or something like that? If if he can break ankles on the ice, he can break ankles on the turf, man. It's so fine. I think he could do it. But Kale also, man. Kale's an ankle breaker, too. I love hockey. I already miss it. <laughs> Thank you for that one, man. That's cool. And then uh, this last one comes from Keith. Are the Rams going to look at Adrian Peterson? I, You know, yet to be seen. We have seen different rumors of different guys that the Rams are potentially reaching out to. Nothing confirmed, of course. So we just got to kind of wait on that and just uh, let let the cards fall where they do or whatever the saying is. <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for your fan case. Let's make sure you guys drop them. Make sure you guys also drop who you believe is going to be the Rams MVP this season for a chance to win a prize pack from Infinity Apparel. I will drop some links below. Links to Shaw's Customs will be below as well. Um, Shaw's Customs is where you can find some sick stuff like this, this Rams decal here. You got this uh, Ram Showcase uh, beer mug here. You got Rams shot glass here. We have face masks. We got a whole fat stack of decals over here, Rams Showcase decals. By the way, I did say last week that uh, you guys could comment about how awesome I am and that I would probably send you guys uh, out some decals. That's a real thing. All right, I just haven't, it's been a kind of bananas week for me, honestly. With Ram Showcase stuff, we've got some cool things around the pipe, so uh, keep, stay tuned on that stuff. But, um, yeah, uh, well, just tell me how cool I am. Uh, you can talk about uh, whatever, honestly, just how, just how great I am. Uh, handsome, perfect, hilarious, um, you know, all the, all the regular things that you guys say to other people, just say them in the comment section below. And uh, uh, maybe if you go, you know what, I'll say this. If you guys reach out on like uh, in a message on Ram Showcase on the Twitter page or Facebook or even Instagram, something like that, hit me up. Just tell me you want one, guys. Also, I'll shoot them out to you guys. I got I got some envelopes here. A whole box of these bad boys. Take these bad boys, put them in that bad boy, and then <laughs> we'll get them we'll sent out to you guys. Um, yeah, it'll be easy peasy, guys. Easy peasy, lemons are cheesy. But uh, that is uh, going to do it for me. Thank you guys so much for uh, for hanging out tonight, participating in our fan cases. Let me, guys, let me know what you guys think about Cam Akers and if, if you guys think I'm way off base. If, if, if our season's over, tell me. Tell me you guys think our season's over. Or tell me that, that, uh, that we're going to be A-OK. -okay. Tell me, guys. Talk to me. 
Um, but uh, make sure you guys follow Ram Showcase on all of your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can follow myself as well at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. Pretty simple stuff for you guys there. It's actually, it's 1R2X. I've seen that mistake quite a bit lately. That's okay. It's okay. This is Hooked on Phonics from Sheriff Joe Bags. 1R2X from Sheriff. That is going to do it for me, though. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. Uh, I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This is Ben Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you who aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you who are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.